do children naturally brew through their diaphragm just generally or do they then obviously pick up the the cues from life that make them fight or flight and then they end up getting into the habit of chest breathing but do they naturally breathe throughout their diaphragm yes yes they do babies are the breathing gurus Okay. Babies are the breathing gurus. Unless obviously there's been a complication or collapsed lungs or something at birth. If something's happened at birth, obviously that's a bit different, but a healthy baby um, from birth. And we are all once the breathing gurus. We all began perfect breathers and then life happens. So yes, you said picking up cues from around you, you will mimic patterns of your parents, of your people around you. Then you have experiences as well. And the experiences, those, those formative years, those seven years is where we kind of create our manual that we operate in our belief, our core belief systems. And with our core belief systems comes our core breathing patterns. They're mapped because our breathing matches our emotional states, which is why some actors actually change their breathing to go into like a different character and, and on stage and things. So our breathing matches our emotional states. It changes. So I start laughing, <laughs> my breathing might go like this. Or if I start crying, well, it's kind of similar, but it starts juddering. My diaphragm goes, if I'm feeling stressed, if I came on the call, like, oh, oh, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm here. You'd be like, instantly your awareness would say, either Stuart's just run up the stairs or he's what's up with them? There's something going on. So we already have this built into our, our own mind. So our ex- emotions are mapped to these different patterns of breathing. So when we feel emotion, our breathing changes and it helps with this rhythm of the emotion, the energy movement from inception, when it happens, from that experience trigger, wherever that trigger is. Um, research, Harvard research says it takes 90 seconds for emotions to complete a cycle, which is really interesting because I'm sure... I was uh, held on things for about 20, 30 years. But, um, I think we yeah, all have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but 90 seconds. And what happens in that 90 seconds is a change of breath. Breath flows and it's like that. Oh, and maybe it comes with emotion. It might come with an outburst of laughter or an outburst of rage or a, a, a tear or a cry, which is the diffusion of that. That experience is created. There's energy. It's like the bomb's gone off. But what happens in our modern life is what do we do? Instead of that happening, we hold our breath. So we hold our breath as a safety mechanism because we either consciously don't feel it appropriate to express that emotion or we unconsciously think it's a safe thing for us to do because we don't have to feel it. So it works on both levels, both consciously and unconsciously. So we're at work. We just had some bad news come through, but we're in front of our team and we want to burst out crying, but we go, oh, I'm okay, I'm okay. We hold our breath. The big boy doesn't cry. That was certainly one of my beliefs, which really I had to work through through that grief part, which we'll maybe come back to. So back to the, the, the kind of notion of perfect baby breathers. Well, from that baby being told, shush, don't cry, don't cry. It's okay, don't cry. Oh, let's stop you crying. Start to build up this notion that it's not okay to fully feel in our world. Like, oh, feeling's not great. If I cry when I need something, that's not deemed appropriate. And this is happening on a very, very deep level. And we're still not completely conform because a, a toddler is still just like having a tantrum in the supermarket and then running off with a dog or a puppy like nothing's happened. Um, so we're still very free in those kind of 90 second states of, of flow of emotion. But then school, parents, society, we start to conform. So, you know, it's not appropriate to laugh in class. Or it's not appropriate to... Um, cry in front of your mates. 
So we start to condition ourselves on the way that we control our emotions by holding our breath. So all of a sudden we take a, we could take a, a breath hold to constrain ourselves from feeling. And this is where it does kind of go into a bit more um, vibrational science, if you call it that. But because we're creating physical tension in the body, the energy is denser because we've created tension in our body to stop that emotional flow. So our actual vibration, and what I mean by vibration is like our body is just made of cells, which are made of atoms, which are just whizzing around at different densities. So if we've created tension to hold an emotion in place, then our vibration intensifies, it becomes denser. We even use that in our language. I feel heavy. I feel a bit down. And we are, we're creating tension in our body. And that's all mapped. We're creating tension and our body does not know the difference between something that's happened 10 years ago and something that's happened two weeks ago. It is just these cells and atoms vibrating in the present. And if that is denser and more contracted or constricted because of an experience, well, that's what's happening. It's only our mind that then kind of files everything away in time and says, oh no, that was then, this was then. So all of a sudden through being this perfect baby breather, we then start to have both conditioning from the world around us, but then we also start to have our experiences. These different experiences happen to us and we either get the, the traumas, and I use that quite a little bit more open than the word trauma is. Usually people think trauma is, is quite heavy loaded, but trauma could just be getting the blame for something instead of somebody else, instead of your sister, or not feeling like you're being listened to. And that's sticking in your mind in that moment. Breath pattern changes, creating tension in your body. So your natural breathing pattern changes. And then you start going through your life with this different breathing pattern. Our breathing pattern is sending a signal to our brain about our environment. So it's this two-way street of what's happened, what our brain is picking up from our senses and through our thoughts. What our breathing signal sending back to our brain as a feedback loop to create our state of being and how we interact and our behaviors. So it's so fascinating. I, I just think it's so incredible that this thing, when we're looking to find some sort of change in our life, and I think everybody is always looking for that little bit of something, that maybe 1% here or 1% there. I want to feel a bit happier. I want to feel a bit healthier. Like if your breathing is mapped to all those things, and once we were the perfect little baby breather, then by working with your breath, you can start to unpackage some of this stuff that we've been carrying around with us. And it's the quickest, well, certainly my experience and the, the many, many people I've worked with, the quickest way to untangle some of that stuff, to take the bag of bricks off our back, to let go of that physical, mental, emotional tension so that we can go back to this perfect baby breather. Diaphragms open, everything's flowing and life just begins to flow. When our breath is flowing effortlessly, we don't have any tension, then our life starts to follow suit. We start to act in flow of everything around us because the final point in this, our breath is not, this is when it does get a little bit more cosmic, but our breath isn't just us breathing. It's this cycle of air between every living thing on this planet. Like I breathe air in, it pumps through my heart, around my body, I breathe it out and someone else breathes it in, which is quite scary after the kind of two years we've had with respiratory viruses and all sorts, a scary thought. But it's also quite a powerful thing to think, well, the air that I'm breathing today has already been through many, many people and not just people, every animal, every plant, the trees, the oceans. And we have this cycle of, of breath flowing all, all the way between everything and every everyone. So it's, it, it is this cycle of, yes, baby breathers. We all were that perfect baby breathing, little mammal. And, um, all mammals use the diaphragm to breathe. And then life happens. 
and we have different experiences that create tension in our body, cause us to freeze our diaphragm. <gasps> we hold our breath, we hold our breath unconsciously because we get the fright or we have an accident or we bang ourselves, or we think it's not appropriate or we get told off. Um, and then our breathing starts to change. And then the way our breathing changes influences our, how we think, act, operate, perform, all, perceive, all these things. And that's how the cycle keeps on going. So it's really nice just to kind of just use your breath to release some of that stuff, to let go of some of those boulders and bricks um, and come back to you, the real you, what, not conditioned by your past. <laughs> 